Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Monday. This is Seattle Now. Last week, Pierce County Sheriff Ed Troyer was acquitted by a jury of two misdemeanor false reporting charges, stemming from an incident in January 2021. In the wake of the protests about racial justice and policing, this case sparked strong emotions and a lot of attention. KUOW reporter Amy Radel is here to talk about the verdict and what it means. But first, it's the holidays, and the Seattle Now team has a few recommendations for festive lights. Sure, your neighbor goes all out, but if you're looking for a more immersive experience, check out Wild Lanterns at the Woodland Park Zoo. If you're into glass icicles, consider the Chihuly Garden. The Winter Brilliance exhibit features around 700 hand-blown pieces. You don't have to spend a dime to see the Grand Menorah lighting at Volunteer Park tonight at 5.15. You can take a walk through Occidental Square and Westlake Park to check out the Christmas tree and light sculptures, or maybe just a slow car loop through Candy Cane Lane in the Ravenna neighborhood. They've been perfecting this scene since the 40s. There's a food donation bin at the end that benefits the Ravenna pop-up kitchen. In the matter of the state of Washington versus Edward C. Troyer Jr., verdict form for count one reads as follows. We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty of the crime of false reporting as charged in count one. Verdict form for count two reads, we, the jury, find the defendant not guilty of the crime of making a false or misleading statement to a public servant as charged in count two. After a 15-day trial, Pierce County Sheriff Ed Troyer was found not guilty of false reporting after telling a 911 dispatcher that newspaper carrier Cedric Altheimer was threatening to kill him. Troyer told the jury he felt threatened in the moment, enough to call for backup. Prosecutor Melanie Tratnick says Troyer's decision was dangerous and spiteful. Sheriff Troyer weaponized the police force to settle a personal petty score with a man who didn't treat him with the deference and the respect that he felt he deserved. Troyer called the charges filed against him a blatant and politically motivated anti-cop hit job. His attorney, Ann Bremner, painted him as a political victim and a competent officer. He's a clear-eyed, plain-spoken sheriff. He called it as he saw it at the time, that he was threatened. And he was truthful. KUOW reporter Amy Radel is here to talk us through this case and where we go from here. Amy, thanks so much for taking the time. Hey, you're welcome. So let's start with how we got here. What happened between Ed Troyer and Cedric Altheimer? Well, we, you know, we really heard some new details brought out on this during the trial, um, even though the story, you know, has been out there for a while. But so Sheriff Ed Troyer, he's been with the Pierce County Sheriff's Office for decades. He was the public information officer, now the elected sheriff, two years into his term. He was at home in Tacoma, January 27th, 2021. And he saw a car with its headlights off, he said, driving kind of erratically in and out of drive. Um, He thought the driver was stealing packages. So he went out and got in his personal vehicle and started following the car. Eventually, the driver of the car stopped and says he got out and asked Troyer. He says he asked Troyer three questions. Why are you following me? Is it because I'm black? Are you a cop? 
And he said Troyer didn't really answer those questions. So uh, Cedric Altheimer got back in his car. He drove a bit, swung around, so they were facing each other. In the meantime, Sheriff Troyer says he was really alarmed at Altheimer's anger and what he perceived as aggressive demeanor towards him. He called a 911 dispatcher and said his life was being threatened, that Altheimer said he was going to take him out. And so the dispatcher sent out a large police response the highest priority call possible. But when the initial officers got to the scene and looked at the two cars facing each other, they said it didn't seem like a threat. They downgraded the call. And in the end, just about seven or eight officers arrived. Amy, that call between Ed Troyer and the 911 operator was a central part of this trial. What was Ed Troyer charged with? So he was charged with two misdemeanors, both related to that call, as you said, a misdemeanor for false reporting, which is a kind of a recent law that was enacted to stop. It's an anti-swatting law where people call in a law enforcement response on false premises to kind of put the other person in danger. Um, So he was charged under that law. And then he was charged with the substance of his call, making a false statement to a public servant, you know, for repeatedly saying that the person had threatened to kill him. So, Amy, we are talking about two misdemeanors here, but these are two misdemeanors that are being charged against a public official. So this is a big deal. Right, exactly. I mean, this has been, you know, just a huge story, especially for people in Pierce County. Um, You know, you have your sitting sheriff who's, you know, being brought into court as a defendant. Major questions about whether he could have remained in office if he had been convicted. There was also just a lot of community passion around this case. Um, It wasn't reported for quite a while. And then the Seattle Times found out that there was a report written about the confrontation. So it was months after that most people even realized that this had happened. Um, You know, some people really felt passionately that uh, Cedric Altheimer was placed in danger unnecessarily. Other people, you know, as you said, the sheriff said this is an anti-cop hit job on him. So you have a lot of community passions around it. The trial was live streamed. And so there was just, you know, a lot of attention. Attention aside, what was really at stake here? Could Troyer have lost his job if the verdict had gone the other way? That was a little bit ambiguous to me. Um, it was definitely something I was going to prepare to delve into, uh, you know, if, if he had been found guilty. Um, our state law says that elected officials will lose their position if they commit a felony or malfeasance. So these were misdemeanors, not felony charges. And so I wasn't totally clear what the process would have been for an elected official to you know, have questions about losing their position if they're convicted of a misdemeanor. That was still a little bit open in my mind. Right. We are not there. And Troyer's term as sheriff continues until 2024. Is he still a trustworthy public servant? I really wonder what it's going to be like for him to try to do his job now. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, he sees this not guilty verdict as redemption, um, you know, rather than putting him in a negative light um, after this process. You know, he feels like a wrong has been righted. They clearly said that they thought it was a wrongful prosecution. It was brought at the state level. The governor got the ball rolling on this, asked the attorney general to actually investigate the case. The attorney general filed the charges. This is not a usual process at all. Locally, there was no attempt to bring charges against him for what he did. So now he feels like that was a politicized process. He has overcome it. 
it. In the meantime, you know, he was put on the Brady list, which is a list of law enforcement officers with credibility issues who can't necessarily be called to testify at a trial. Um, Maybe they'll seek to have him removed from that list now. I'm not sure. There could also be complaints to um, our state academy. Um, Citizens can file complaints and say that an officer should be decertified. They should lose their ability to be a law enforcement officer in our state. Possibly people will still uh, bring some of those kinds of complaints because there was an earlier review that the Pierce County Council commissioned that said he did violate policies of the sheriff office. So he has been cleared of these criminal counts, but there were still those policy violations. So will there be further repercussions from that? I think we'll want to follow up on that. And certainly the public's trust in this office has been challenged as well. Yeah, I mean, I I think there was a big racial context to this entire case. You know, it was coming the year after the protests for racial justice in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. And so, you know, we had a lot of conversation around black people, you know, not having to always defend and explain what they're doing. Cedric Altheimer was just doing his job. Should he have had to, you know, stop and explain that to someone who didn't identify themselves to him? You know, some people felt passionately for his side, but Ed Troyer wasn't charged with racial profiling. There was no explicit racist element to these criminal charges, but I think that everyone would say that that was kind of in the atmosphere. It was a big part of the scenario that created very passionate feelings on all sides. Yeah. Do you think, Amy, that the protests about racial justice and policing changed the way people view cases like this? Absolutely. I mean, I think that that's a big reason why this case, you know, was pursued, you know, happening when it did. So, their, their confrontation January 2021, and then it comes to light that spring. He gets criminally charged last fall. So it really was in the wake of the, the protest for racial justice. You know, he would say he was kind of a political victim of, of that kind of sensibility. I mean, he and his wife talked about the protests outside their home and that life's been really hard for them in the wake of these charges. But yeah, definitely the timing was also also, when people were kind of having an awakening about the the danger of deadly encounters with police and wanting to really you know think about use of force and protecting people who are just you know out doing their job, yeah, and there was certainly a lot of attention on this trial. It was live streamed, Amy, and Ed Troyer took issue with the way the media covered it in his perception. Yeah, he testified. um, He took the stand in his behalf. And he definitely said he felt such a relief at finally being able to tell his side of the story. He said, the media has made me out to be a racist. The state has accused me of being a liar. I'm so glad I get to finally clear the air. You know, he said that he denied false reporting. He said, yes, I reported it as a threat because I took it as a threat from Cedric Alzheimer that he was going to take me out. I changed my story when the police officers arrived because at that point, you know, they explained that he was a newspaper carrier and I said, okay, let it go. Interesting, interesting. Okay, Amy, Alzheimer has a federal case against Pierce County and Troyer pending right now. What happens next? 
Yeah, he uh, filed that lawsuit. And that was something that Troyer's defense attorneys mentioned in court, and maybe it weighed on the jury. They said, you know, Cedric Altheimer has kind of a conflict in this case, or he has an incentive because he has filed this federal lawsuit. He's seeking $5 million in damages. And that lawsuit does accuse, uh, it's, it's against Pierce County and Sheriff Troyer. And one element of that lawsuit is racial animus. So as this lawsuit goes forward, if it does, that might be something that we see considered um, a little more explicitly as opposed to this case where it was kind of in the atmosphere, but it wasn't an explicit criminal charge. Yeah. KUOW reporter Amy Radel, really appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Today's episode was produced by Vaughn Jones. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Claire McGrain, Jenny Cecil Moore, and Brandy Fullwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow. 